Hello, my name is Leslie, and I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started the podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I am based in Reston, Virginia, planned community outside of Washington, D.C., and thanks for joining us today. So I'm excited for my guest. It's Darian Mobley, and I know last week was Dorian. You get me totally confused. But Darian... Um, and I always talk about how we connected. So Darian was a referral from another friend of mine who was on the podcast, Mary Foley. She's like, you need to talk to my friend Darian. And she wrote a book, which she kindly sent me a copy of. And it's called Choose to Be Happy. And her company is Darian Inc. And just, we had a conversation and she just said some cool, courageous things. And I just felt like we needed to hear her story. So Darian, I'm excited to have you. So why don't you introduce yourself with a fun fact, and then we'll kind of get into courage and what that means. Okay. I am so excited to be here, and the mutual friend that recommended us was very sweet to to do that and to get us connected. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. So I am a life and leadership coach, a speaker and trainer, and now author, which I didn't know a year ago that that is where I was headed, but I'm very excited that I took the time to actually which is probably part of courage, but took the time to actually say, is my story worth telling? You know, is it enough for anybody else? Um, so Dare to Choose Happy came out in May, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. So, and what's a fun fact that we need to know about you? A fun fact is that I live on the water in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and that was absolutely a choosing happy decision. I went from 3,500 square feet to 1,800 so that I get to wake up and look at water. And it was worth okay. it. And I knew we needed to be friends when I heard about that and saw that because I am a water girl. Yeah. And it just makes my heart happy. And I've told people, like, I could almost drive over the causeway into the beach and turn around and go home. Like, it just calms my soul so quickly. And yeah. you know what? We don't need all that space, I found. I know. You just, it, if you have the space, you fill it up. Exactly. If you don't, don't have it, you don't you keep don't. it. Kind of like a purse. The bigger the purse, the more crap you carry around. That's okay. absolutely true. So, All right. So let's talk about courage. What does courage mean to you? Courage is doing things that scare you. Uh, in the book, I call that living out loud. I don't think if, unless we are scared sometimes, that we're not living our best life. Right. So it's that fear uh, of ending a relationship, changing a job, making a decision that's big, or saying yes to something that you are scared of. Those, all of that is courage. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, you know, I love the name of your book, Choose, Dare, Dare, to, choose, choose Dare to Be Happy. Like, and it is a choice. And it is, it is. you have to choose and living out loud um, and living our life. I think if anything, the last three years taught us is, you know, we need to live our life and yeah. And it doesn't come naturally and it doesn't come without fear. Yeah. Doing those things. You know, so, I'm okay. sorry. I think for me, happiness was this feeling that you had on Hallmark moments like graduations and birthdays or whatever Christmas morning but I didn't understand that I could choose it. Right. That I could say what it is that makes me happy and then make sure I put that in my day. Yeah. Love that. And the title or the, the subject part of the book is intuition, clarity, priority, and truth. Get what you want with grace and ease. And I love that. And 
so many things I'm not even through the book yet. So many things it's already taught me. Um, so let's talk about courageous things you've done. Obviously, writing a book, but I think there was a path, and there was you know moving to the water. Um, there was a path of your life that that's a courageous thing. So let's talk about some of the key courageous things to be able to share with our audience yeah. and share, give people hope and be able to say me too. Yeah. You know, one of the scariest things that I ever did, and it absolutely changed my life, was walking into the head of economic development for the state of Mississippi and saying, I would like you to choose me to run tourism for the state. I was petrified. I practically, I could was so sick, I couldn't even, I, I was just crazy because you're afraid that they're going to laugh at you. You're afraid that right. they think it's outrageous and they would never consider you. And three weeks later, I got a call from the governor asking me to do that. Now, I had a friend that encouraged me, that gave me the kind of the, the place that I needed to say that I could do it because I probably I didn't believe I really could step up to that big a job. Um, but three weeks later, the governor called and said, would you be my director of tourism? That's awesome. And that was one of the biggest living out loud moments. And really, when I look back, what did I have to lose that I didn't get it? But if I had never asked, I, they would not have considered me if I had not put gone in and said, pick me. Right. Well, and, you know, um, and I just give me an aha. I always used to do in this podcast, a connection to my dad at the end. And yeah. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but my one thing my father taught me is ask the worst no and i think i have a memory of being a kid and wanting to have a sleepover with your friend and you tell us to your friend about it and they're like i'm afraid to ask my parents i'm like why the worst thing i can say is no and yeah you no know, you'd be surprised at how many things that we think no way and there it can happen i know you you quoted or referenced marie folio and her book Everything is figure out. It is. And I think how my dad lived is like there was not a problem he could not figure out or solve. Like it's like, okay, we'll figure this out. Yeah. I know how, but we'll figure it out. And doing those things that, you know, we're afraid to, like, what's the worst that can happen? They said no and you're no further off. And I hate this podcast has evolved a lot to women's subjects and talking about things that women um, tackle. And I think if you were a man, you would not have ever questioned whether you should apply. I agree. And I agree. Out. And I know my sister was looking for a job um, last year. And she's like, I don't know if I'm qualified. I'm like, my brain always said, you know what, if I'm not qualified, I'll learn it. Like, yeah. I'm one of these like fighters, like, let's figure it out. Um, I think I definitely got that from my father. Yeah. So you know, there was a there was a study done that said that men, if they have 50 percent of the qualifications, they'll go for a job. Right. Women want to have 90 or 125. Yeah. They don't want to take the risk that they that they're not able to do it. I think in so many cases, we are the ones in our own way of having oh, our best life. And I think that's really the message I want to share with Why Not Today is just do the thing ask. Um, be bold, do it. I mean, we do these yeah. things here. And you know what? It's not the end of the world. And like you just said, the things that we do that are the most fearful are the ones that change our lives. So let's talk about how it changed your life and what other things you've done. Well, it changed my life in that I was in a very uh, public 
prominent position. So for me at 39 years old, it was, uh, it was bigger than anything I had thought of. But then four years later, I got asked to be the tourism director for the state of Louisiana because of my, you know, visibility as the tourism director of Mississippi. So that would have never happened, right. that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and I was the tourism director through Katrina, which wow. can't even tell you all the things you learn and you had to go through and do that. Sure. But after Katrina, I think in 2006, I think a lot of people, particularly down here, started questioning, am I doing what I want to be doing? Is this it? You know, and I was state government. There's some perks to that, but there are also politics and all kinds right. of other stuff. So I made the decision then to leave and to start Darien Inc. Okay. And it's called Darien Inc. because I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I was the one doing it and that and my think, name was unique enough that people would remember that. Yeah. And I think too, it's, I think we've come back to that point. Um, I think in my lifetime, things like Katrina, um, September 11th yeah. and then, or not, and then, and then COVID. most recently COVID. So many yeah. people I've talked to are just like, all right, what's next? And I don't know if it's because the age I am and the people that I'm surrounded with are like the over 40 crowd hitting 50s. It's like, okay, now what? And people I think yeah. are questioning like, yeah. okay, what do I want to do next? And this is not all. Well, and I think for me, I had those feelings in the middle of the night, like, okay, God, is this it? Am I supposed to be doing something else? And then I would immediately shut that down because I felt guilty that I had all this stuff that the outside world would say success, that I was successful, but I wasn't happy. Well, and that's the key. I mean, how many people go to work all the time and aren't happy? I heard something my niece said the other day, the Sunday scaries. I'm like, I yeah. never heard of the Sunday scaries. And it's people dreading Sunday. I mean, I love Mondays because I work for myself, but my Mondays are structured the way I want them to be. Me too. Me yeah. too. And so many people, they don't, I think I've shared on this before. There was a young girl that just graduated college and had her first job and she hated it. I'm like, well, get a new job. She's like, you're not supposed to like your job because her parents, oh, wow. all they did was work to retire. And I'm like, no, you can like your job. And that just broke my heart and gave me even more conviction to help women and help people to say, okay, let's do, I mean, let's be happy. Yeah. We're not promised tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and I think through the coaching that I do now, I work with men and women, but 80% of my clients are women and they're smart and they're talented and they have big jobs and they are also scared to death that they're going to drop a ball or they're not enough or they're not doing enough. So that's really what propelled me to write the book because I thought all of those feelings were just me. And yeah. then I figured out that everybody has some piece no, of it. Definitely not. I know when I quit my job, that was 24 years ago, people are like, what are you going to do about insurance? Or you sure you can do this? I'm like, you know what? I know that I can make it work. I can do it. Um, I interviewed somebody a couple months ago who had a big corporate job and got cancer twice and sick because of the stress. And she's like, no, no more. Like, let's, we need to choose us. Yeah. Us first. And I think yeah. we Because as women, especially, we put everybody else. We are, we have been raised that we eat last. Yep. Right. We got to feed everybody. We've got to make sure everybody's okay. And I just, I think that paradigm is wrong. Absolutely. And we can't give from an empty cup. Yeah. And you know, the other world I swim in and live in is as the sales director with Mary Kay. 
And there are times that I'm almost not mean, but fighting women to say, you deserve one hour, like one hour of pampering. I do a spa session and it's so hard to get women to take one hour for themselves. I'm like, it's necessary. We need to yeah. fill our cups because when we don't fill our cups, it's really hard to fill somebody else's. Yeah, I do uh, weekend retreats here in Ocean Springs, which is just a beautiful small town. <coughs> and um, I have a lot of women. I would like to do it, but I can't take a whole weekend away from my family or I'd like to do it, but I hate to spend that kind of money on me and all of those things that get in the way. And then when the women come and they spend two days just resetting, refocusing what matters to you, not what matters to your partner or your children or all the other people in your life. What do you really want? And that's what those retreats do. So I have people that come back every year now. They want to go, oops. My picture just went out. Uh -oh. well, I still see you. Okay. So you look beautiful. I'm well, it, you know, that's so true. We got to fill our cup. And I started Several years ago, I did something with my business. I took a, um, every month I did something to escape. And then January of 2019, I started up, I called my toes in the sand tour. And every month I went to the beach or some water somewhere because, you know, as you know, when you work for yourself, it starts hard to stop. We don't have yeah. like a hard stop. I had a friend right. the other day who works in the school system and she said the other night, her and her daughter were like at five o'clock, like, what are we going to do for the next five hours? I have never, ever had that thought in my life. No, no. <laughs> um, I love that. I love no, the no, toes no, in the no. sand tour. So I started doing that and of course COVID happened and then I was able to kind of pivot travel more. But I found that I need to get away and fill my cup. Just getting in the car and making a few phone calls or listening to a podcast or just getting quiet. You know, going for a walk without your and just to, to figure out what we want. And I know your book has lots of great exercises. I admitted that I haven't really done all of them. Um, but I want to take time with going through the exercises in there. And just, I think one of the things you shared, which I wrote down, here is it? I don't think it's in front of me, but oh, here it is. Here's on my piece of paper I wrote down the other night when I was going to bed. It says, every morning starts says, what do I need to focus on today? What do I need today? What am I grateful for? And how do I feel today? And just resetting ourselves because one thing I have found recently and I know it's probably going on forever, but life is hard. There's a lot of hard stuff and a lot of women and people I know are just suffering. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not Pollyanna in that everybody should be happy every day. Like I'm not into covering up uncomfortable no. feelings, but I do think that what you focus on expands. And when you can see a glimmer of what's working in your life, as opposed to all the things that are messed up, you see more of those little glimmers. Yeah, and we always say, you know, things have bad things happen in threes, but good things happen in thousands. So being yeah. focused on that. One of the things you shared that I read last night is your mother passed away when you were very young, and you the, your perspective shifts. You're like, okay, I can be really upset that my mother passed away at 22, or be grateful that I had 22 years with your mother. Yeah, and you know, I think that's part. Perspective is a really huge part of happiness. Yeah. Because I can say stuck and I can tell you a sad story and make you feel sorry for me. But what have I really accomplished with that? Right. My mother passed away when I was 22 and it was sad and tragic. And there are many things that I missed out on. But at the same time, if another true statement is I am blessed that I had her for 22 years. Right. 
and I can choose which perspective works for me. And some people may have had their mother their whole life and it might not have been a good thing. Right. Right. You know, we yeah. Just don't know. Um, so yeah, it's definitely perspective. So, all right. So you started your business. What was your business supposed to do? You said you didn't know you just gave it a name. I didn't know, um, but I started out doing tourism consulting cause I had been in the tourism industry for about 30 years at that okay. point. And, um, uh, about, four or five years in, I went to school to be a coach. I went back to, to get a uh, certificate, a degree in coaching. Okay. And I love it. I love the opportunity now to help women. And like I say, I do have some men just do their lives and work a little bit better. Right. Just somebody to talk to that is that non-judgmental, not involved in any of the people or the stories you know, I'm, I'm on the outside and I don't, it's not really for me to give you advice. It's just to say, what's your next right step? So what true. do you need to do next? And I think that that's really powerful for people is to have that in their lives. I think coach, I mean, coaching changed. It transformed what I do every day and where I live. So yeah. it and was very powerful. Yeah, for me. You went and worked with a coach that helped you design your life that you wanted. And then you're able to I did. I did. She asked me some hard questions like, what are you good at? What lights you up? Where do you want to live? And I did, I just, I was doing the list. I was yeah. just doing the list today. Checking yeah. Checking it off. Provide. And yeah, success was getting through every email and finishing your to-do list. Yeah. And that's what kind of like, that's not really success, right? No, it is not. And we all start, chasing success and climbing that ladder and then you get to the top of the ladder it's like is this even what i want and what i enjoy yeah like, what gives us joy and as you said what lights you up and when you talk to someone and you ask them about themselves and you can see what's giving them joy and excitement yeah. and you know i love the coaching profession and i have been coached and have coached people through mary Kay for years yeah um, and i think a great sign of a good coach is that self-awareness like when i talk to my someone that mentors and coaches me and I've been able to identify and figure it out on my own. And that, mm -hmm. that's yeah, so because I mean, if you come to me and say you want to lose 10 pounds, I can tell you all of, like the same thing I would say to myself, here are all the things you need to do. But what's most important is what do you think you need to do and what are you committed to do? And what are you willing not, to do? Not what I think, right. but you know, and then it's, it's an accountability piece in coaching as well, which is, did you do it? Yeah. And okay. I know one of the things I'm not very good at is being told what to do, even for myself. Uh, yeah. I fight a calendar that somebody has. So when, if you were going to tell me as a coach, you have to do this, this, and this. Oh, I would no. go, sure. And I will not do this, this, and this, but it's my own idea. That then, so you'll, then you'll do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so your business has evolved to a coaching business and retreats and, and a book. speaking and the book. Okay. And the retreats, which sound very intriguing and interesting, but they're in the Mississippi area. Yeah, they are. Okay, there are. I do two a year down My here. From Mississippi. I know. I have people that fly in for it from Colorado and all over the south, all over. Do you do anything with the book as far as? I did a book tour. Training. Uh, yeah, I've, I've certainly done more speaking than I normally did because people were interested in the in the. The content of the book um and i did a book tour and went around and you know touted my my book trying to yeah, sell well, a few one of the ideas that i want to go forward with this podcast 
is to have a membership group for people and invite speakers to do more of a book club and dive deeper in Q&As with yeah. speakers. So I've spoken to several authors. Um, so I think that's definitely something we're going to add in. That would be uh, great. So anything else you want to share about creating? You know, I, I want to give people, anybody that's listening, just a real practical thing to do. Okay. So the choosing that. happy is make a list of the things that make you happy. It could be your first cup of coffee. It could be sitting on your back porch. It's usually not when I was in Rome or when I, you know, it's not, it's not usually not that it's when I talk to my daughter on the phone, when my kitchen is clean, when I have a candle burning, like just make a list when I see my friends and then keep it and look at it and say, okay, what of that can I do this week? I love so on that. Sunday afternoon, Monday morning, you say, okay, there's my happy list. What, what can I add into my schedule? You know, I've done that not on a daily basis, but I've tried to do during the holidays because um, we get so wrapped up. And a friend of mine that I had on the podcast actually wrote a book called Jingle and Joy. And it talked about, we get so wrapped up in the jingle. We don't we forget the joy. So where I live, there's like a little downtown area, which is beautiful. And they've got ice skating, all these things, but you run in and out shop and you're quick. And so several years ago, I decided to be intentional yeah. about enjoying the holidays. And every day from December 1st to Christmas, I would do something that made me happy. So, you know, it's go around and look at Christmas lights or yeah. have chocolate or call a friend or send a card. But just those small intentional things make such a difference. You know, I heard a psychologist say that we are guaranteed pain and suffering. And unfortunately, I think that's true. We're going to have some some stuff, right? Yeah. We are not guaranteed happiness. No. We can go through this whole life and be miserable. And a lot of people are. And they are. Or they can choose different. That's why I choose, I think, is an important part of that title, is you can choose to do this differently. Yep. And I think that's such a key word. The other thing that um, you talked about in the book, which is something I'm a huge proponent on and actually did a podcast episode about, is the one word. Yeah. It's instead of having your new year's resolution which is the word and so my word this year was space and it has lived out so some ways i didn't want it to but yeah um but yeah yeah, space. So. yeah i've been doing a word of the year for about i don't know seven or eight years but my word yeah, this year is enough i think i, I am that. enough that is I am great enough. yeah uh, you have to listen to the episode with charlene wheelis who wrote a book that said i am enough that's great. That's great. Yeah. I need to look so these podcasts have become my own therapy sessions, I think. And, you know, interviewing the people I want to hear about that are going to help me. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. And I did mention, I think, to you that in January we do a painting event where we paint a canvas with our work. We'll have to have you join us. I would love to do. In fact, I'm, I might steal that from my retreat because you told me about that. Absolutely. And we did it for a Mary Kay retreat one time. We had got paints and everything and everybody did their one word and it's so powerful. Mine's yeah. in my bathroom and then I write it in one of my devotionals every year, my word. Yeah. So. There's a, a company that I use, that I go to called myintent.com and you can order your word on a little bracelet. You know so. what? I saw that and circled that on the book and I think I want to do that. Yeah. I mean, they're not expensive at all, but um, I really enjoy having that. Because six months in, I'm going, what was my word? Like, yeah. you know, I've done the stuff, but I want to be it wasn't a good word. I actually go take it one step further. I have um, 
my word. I had my graphics person make it fun and pretty for me. And then I printed out like a photo, like a square photo, and it's all over my house. So it reminds me of it. That's great. So it's Good a idea. Good yeah. idea. So what would you say to encourage somebody else to be courageous? The first step is listening to your intuition and it's getting quiet, getting a notebook and just doing some free writing of what does my soul want me to know? What yeah. does my soul want me to know? And cut out the noise and, um, and just start being aware of when you don't speak up for yourself, when you say, okay, Mexican's fine, but you don't want it. Really or, yeah, it's okay if, you know, we go there for the holidays, but you don't want to. Like, it's time to just say, that's, that's not what I want. It's time okay. to ask for what you want. Yep, I so agree. So, so true. So go back to what I mentioned in the middle, which I've been forgetting to do, is connections to my dad. Um, that I think the big one was that you shared, like, just ask. You know, yeah. what's the worst thing somebody can say is no. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And he actually was a city planner and worked with a lot of economic development groups. So a tie in there too. We probably would have known each other somewhere back probably there. Would. So yeah. So, well, this has been awesome and I love your stories and I'm can't wait Thank to finish you. the book. And so if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you and find you? Darianinc.com is my website. Okay. The book is on Amazon and also Barnes and Noble online and I think Walmart. But um okay. You can't go in Barnes and Noble and buy it, but it's online. But okay. Amazon's probably the easiest. If you want. Well, I hate to, to say it. I mean, we just, I love bookstores and I love touching and feeling Me books. Me too. And we, op our Barnes and Noble closed and it reopened recently. And I went in there and I found a book that I wanted and touched and felt it. It was just, I had to have it. And it was $34 and 18 on Amazon. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. It's like, okay, if it was a small bookstore, maybe I would have blurs but i'm like so much easier i hate to say it but yeah um so yeah i'm glad it's your so, book available dare to now. choose happy is the book okay. well we i'm gonna finish reading it and i'm gonna encourage everybody else to and i'll share all your contact information on show notes because i'm sure you're on instagram and facebook yes, and all those things so. i am i'll get you all that okay perfect thank, thank you so much well, you're yeah. welcome thank you so and for those listening obviously we're on on instagram we are on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm trying to do more there. Um, we also have a website. Um, you can get swag as far as t-shirts or cups or um, vinyls just to say, why not today? And encourage something, somebody else. I've also started inspirational posts that I can text people every day to start your day positive. So if anybody's interested in wanting to know more, let me know. So again, Darian, thank you so much. It was thank great you. To you and connect and we'll definitely stay connected so um, make sure you. anybody that watches or listens to the podcast that rate us review us um share with your friends so and don't forget say why not today <laughs>